What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, we have Will Chambers in from College Football Weekly. Let's do it. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. Special thanks to SportsBetMVP.ag, one of the better online sports books available. And guess what's coming up this weekend? The hot dog eating contest. You want a place to get down all the bets for the hot dog eating contest? SportsBetMVP.ag. As I said, Will Chambers, host of College Football Weekly, joining us on today's show, William Chambers the Third. What's up, Tyler? How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Been a I mean, long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a long time, long time since I left you. Left <laughs> you. How you been last couple months? Uh, you know what? All things considered, not bad. You know, there's it's a weird time and things are tough for a lot of people. So I really can't complain, to be honest with you. Yeah, it has been strange. Sports are coming back though. Soccer was back. Yeah. Uh, soccer is back and. I don't know. Baseball is going to start soon. Basketball about basketball, yeah, except like I, half the league is is opting out not to play. Right. Well, it sounds like so far no like real giant star players. But yeah, I'm excited to have it back. Aren't they all giant stars in the NBA? No. No. Come on, man. No Thought way. That, uh, I saw that like once you go Tabo Cephalosha from Houston said that he's <laughs> opting out. That's not a no, big I giant mean, star. I mean, physically, they're all giant stars. Yeah, everyone, so everyone except for like Nate Robinson, I guess. Nasty he, Nate. He was only like five. Or uh, Earl Boykins. Yeah, five Nate, five. Not Earl Boykins from the Nuggets. Uh, it was more of a relatable name. I uh-huh. thought maybe the listeners would know Nate. Okay, uh, Nate. Uh, yeah, instead of Earl Boykins. <laughs> so uh, before we get into today's show, again, Will is from College Football Weekly. It is a weekly podcast, uh, and coming this uh, football season, going to be on YouTube as well. Released, uh, like I said, once a week, covering pretty much anything and everything in the world of college football. So if you're a college football fan, you know anyone who's a college football fan, it is a must listen, and as I said, must watch uh, college. Football Weekly, part of the Woos Media family. So let's get into uh, all different kinds of things. We're going to have a lot to talk about today, but last time I talked to you was about fantasy sports, right? Yeah. How I got beat by CSU Ram 88. Yeah. <laughs> now, when we finish this podcast up, I actually want to show you, I didn't do nearly as bad as I thought I did against him. Oh, well, really? I just remembered that. So to, to, to clarify what I'm talking about, I just got done reading a book called Dueling with Kings. It's a very good book about daily fantasy sports. And in there, they talk about potentially one of the best players in the world is CSU Ram 88. Now, for those who know or listen to the show, I am in Denver, Colorado. I am a huge University of Colorado football fan. And I just... I can't stand anything to do with the CSU Rams. So what happened, this was back in, I think, uh, January. I found this guy on one of the fantasy sites, and I just kept playing him just to to keep trolling him, right? Because I hate the CSU Rams. Yeah. And uh, so I'm listening to this book. They bring up CSU Ram 88. What a great player he is. And my first thought was, oh, I played this guy a couple months ago, and I remember it was during a time where I didn't do great in fantasy, so I immediately put two and two together, what I thought was two and two, and I said, you know, he he beat the shit out of me, so on and so forth. I went back and looked, and I'll show you when we finish up the show today, and my record, I, I think it was either three and two or two and two against him. Okay. And they were big money games. I just lost other tournaments because I got stupid, and look, playing head-to-heads is probably the way to go for fantasy, but... I, I started buying in, you know, $300 tournaments to win a million bucks right. and all this stuff. Yeah. But yeah, overall, I was not doing too bad against CSU Ram 88. So you're 
ipso facto one of the best no. fantasy players no. in the world. I Tyler. say small sample size with that. <laughs> if if we played a hundred times in a row, he'd probably beat me. But I am getting better at fantasy. I yeah. did a show last week about fantasy, and it's completely different than sports betting. I mean, it's a completely different approach. Right. Um, and, and obviously cheering for the games is different, but I'm getting back into fantasy sports. I'm liking it more and more. Uh, the question is, are they ever going to have fantasy for college football? Because that's something that I did. I don't, I don't know if I uh, got you in that tournament a couple years ago. You offered, but I, I, I declined. I remember when you invited me. No, I think that- it, it's, it's fun. Well, the, right. the offer to let the audience know it was, uh, I, I do, uh, fantasy every year for bowl games and we have to do it by hand you know it's pretty standard scoring but it's fun man i think that right. especially with college the different conferences the different styles of play that would be so fun to play college fantasy football well they do offer like i know on espn and probably on some other apps too they offer it's similar but what it, it, i guess like for instance the way that you and i always play we, we're in a fantasy football league mm-hmm. it's been going for years and that's like an independent ownership right like i draft drew Brees, he's mine for the whole season unless i trade him or drop him right with the college football stuff, anyone can draft any of the same. So it's much more like daily fantasy. I know that you can do that through college. And the reason why is because there's so many more players, right? There's only 30, so there 30 NFL exists? teams. Yeah, it does. I didn't know that. But the problem is you have, I mean, what, you have 120 uh, FBS football teams. I don't know if they also offer it for FCS. or uh, I don't think so. But the point is that if you want it to be more like the fantasy football that you and I play together, it's which is unlike daily fantasy, I think you'd have to kind of pick okay, we're only doing players from the Big Ten and the, and the, AC, or in the right, SEC, right, 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 to limit the player pools. Otherwise, everyone's going to have a star quarterback and running back because there's so many well, guys in college that put up big numbers. And if you have a quarterback who plays in the Big 12, you're almost inherently going to get exactly. more passing yards yeah, or something for sure. like that. But that's what would make it fun is bouncing those things off or kind yeah. of balancing them. But either way, fantasy sports, I'm liking it more and more. Um, and, and then, But it's so different than actual sports betting. Yeah. Now, Sports betting in itself, obviously, this is a sports betting show. We have people listening all over the country, um, but but it's just it's a completely different game. And so I always like to separate fantasy and then uh, and the sports betting. But you know, I got a quick story here. Uh, you know Ryan Elliott, who yeah. I sports bet with. Sure, uh, he's. Uh, you can give him a follow on Twitter at Ryan underscore Woos. He's on the show occasionally. Um, he's a big NFL guy, right? Yeah, yeah, big NFL guy. He's been getting into golf lately. Um, so. <laughs> He texted me this morning. I want you to give me your opinion on this, if this is a faux pas or not, okay? Okay. So he texted me this morning, and he, I'm going to read the text exactly so I don't mess it up. Bro, exclamation point. Nice start. I'm so sorry. I was out with the wife and couldn't text you in time. I found a 0% hold on a play I was already on. I added a little, a little bit more to my position, but I was trying to get you in on it. So, yeah, I mean... The- <laughs> I text him back and go, what good does this do me now? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, and he goes, nothing. I just felt bad I didn't get it to you. It was eating me up inside. It was oh. like Kramer. All right, well... It was eating me up inside. What it means is that he's an honest guy. He's got a good conscience because he felt bad, okay. but you're right. I wouldn't have sent that. <laughs> if, it, if it was... That's silly. That's like yeah. saying, hey, you know, did you know there was a sale on that thing that you bought last week? Right, right. And now, and now it's it. on sale. We should do that right now. We should call some random phone number and when they answer, you know, they're driving down the road. Hello? We go, hi, uh, this is Tyler from Who's Media. We are giving away a 4K uh, smart 70-inch TV. Unfortunately, you're not the winner. Right. Yeah, we yeah. gave it away yesterday. Yeah, we just gave- to inform you, you're not the winner. <laughs> Yeah, so is that, is that, is that, is that... I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. Um, it's not the worst thing in the world. But look, yeah, Ryan's a good guy. Ryan's a smart dude, good handicapper. We work together a lot. But when I do this every day... So to clarify what a 0% hold is, okay, if you could make a, typically uh, you're going to get, let's say if it's soccer and the favorite is minus 200, 
On the other side, you're going to get probably plus 150. So if you bet the favorite, you bet 200 to win 100. You bet the favorite, or you bet the underdog, you bet 100 to win 150. A 0% market would look like this. The favorite is minus 200, and the underdog is plus 200. So effectively, what you can do with a 0% hold market is bet risk-free. If every single bet that you made, and, and this is a fantasy land because these bets rarely, rarely exist, probably, probably five times a year. Do you find a true 0% hold? And the only way you find a 0% hold is shopping on different websites. You're never going to get a 0% hold on one website because they're always going to balance it out. When you compare website A or sportsbook A with sportsbook B, because every sportsbook is going to have a different price, then you can use their prices against one another. And occasionally, rarely, you'll find a 0% hold situation. In football, it's related to football. Let's say uh, Will's favorite team is Michigan. Let's say Michigan is playing... Uh, Michigan State. Mm -hmm. The Michigan Wolverines are seven-point favorites, okay? Typically, here it's seven points minus 110. Right. Michigan State is plus seven minus 110. So both sides are paying $110 to win 100 with the spread. A 0% hold market would be Michigan minus seven, Michigan State plus seven, but both are even money. So you're paying 100 to win 100. Now, what this does is it gets rid of the household. It gets rid of all the advantage the house has over you. So theoretically, you can bet every day for the rest of your life. And over the long run, if you don't have any way of finding edges, finding odds, you'll break even because everything is 0% odds. It's 50-50, it's right? You're flipping a coin and every time it gets back, you're betting 100 to win 100. It's right. a very net, net, even game. So you can imagine that finding these bets are incredibly rare and yeah. incredibly difficult. So when someone texts me saying, I just found this crown jewel and now you don't have but time to But you can't to do have it. it. Exactly. I, again, I'm not mad at Ryan or anything like that, but my mind goes to, this is what I do, I do for a living. I mean, this is not exaggeration. I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is check the lines. The last thing I do before bed at night is check the lines. I, I live and die by the numbers. I'm betting pretty much every second of every day. It's my livelihood. It's how I pay my mortgage. It's how I pay everything in my life. So for me, when I get that, it's a lot of missed opportunity, you yeah. know? And so it, it, it was a big, big missed opportunity. I don't know what the bet was, but... <laughs> But, but, but good. this is a good educational time. And, and for anyone out there, guys, this is why it helps to, to, to go on to sportsbetmvp.ag and make an account. Because the more outs you have, it's just going to be better for you. You can always shop around, find the lowest price. Again, to, to continue with the example, if Michigan is a seven-point favorite against Michigan State, I can almost guarantee if you go to 10 other websites and look for the blind, you're going to find some Michigan State minus seven and a half, and you're going to find some, uh, excuse me, you're going to find some Michigan minus seven and a half, and you're also going to find Michigan minus six and a half. Depends on where you're looking. So if you compare different sports books, and if you really do your due diligence and you're always mix, uh, matching lines up, comparing what's this chart, what's this uh, uh, line here, what's this line here, you can eventually, rarely find 0% holds. And the closer you can get the hold to 0%, the better the bets are. Yep. So, all right, let's move on. A little, little, we, we got to teach something today, right? Yeah. We got to pull the, the point, right? Pull the chalkboard down and teach something. Yeah, I we're guess. teaching the kids. Yeah. All right, kids. Well, 
gather around because it's time to talk about the hot dog eating contest. <laughs> you like this? I usually don't watch it, but come on. It's like an American tradition. I'm, you I'm all for it. You usually don't watch it. No, I think it makes me a little sick to watch a guy <laughs> like uh, deep throat, you know, 80 hot dogs and dunk it in a, in a, in a glass of water Dude. first to make the bun <laughs> soft. It's just not... It's not my you know it's not it's not my kind of entertainment that's all. It's not your cup of tea. No, and I respect yeah. those guys. It's obviously an incredible talent or skill is you it? could say. Is it? It I mean yeah, definitely. I don't think I could eat 5 hot dogs without throwing up let alone 70. So it, it there's definitely a skill involved. Now, is that something that we should all be celebrating? That's probably another you know, a different argument. Well, I celebrate when I can make some money doing it. Okay. Because the last couple of years I have had bets down. The issue is this year the field has been chopped from 20 contestants to six. Oh, really? Yeah, because of the social distancing. They're not doing it outside right. anymore. Um, it's going to be... Isn't yeah. it better to do things outside, though, right now than inside? I, you would think so. I thought that was like the thing with, it, uh, it, with, the, with the spread. I, I actually that? think you're right. I don't know why they're doing <laughs> it inside. But they're going to some undisclosed location. Of course. Kind of like the UFC. Right? Yeah. Fight yeah, Island. Getting, yeah, Hot Dog get, Island. <laughs> it's getting all... It's... Uh, and that's actually uh that's usually the location of Will's dreams. Hot Dog Island? Yes. Yeah, I think I'd be more of a Burger <laughs> Island guy personally, but I you know I wouldn't hate it. All right. So, in the hot dog contest, um right now the favorites are overwhelming favorites. Joey Chestnut, you have to pay about $15 to win back a dollar and um What's the chick's name? Nico, uh, Nikki Sudo. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I didn't know there was a female competing. Yeah, yeah, Nikki Sudo. Well, the, the women have their own competition. Oh, okay. And so the, the ladies go first. And for all my betters out there, man, that over-under has plummeted the last couple of years. Three years ago, the women set the... Re- or the, the the woman who won it, which was, again, Nikki Sudo, uh, 41 hot dogs. Wow. That was in 20... Uh, whenever, three years ago. Two years ago, 37 hot dogs. Mm. Last year... 31. She's not, she's getting less hungry. Less hungry, less determined. Guess what the over-under is this year? 25. 41 and a half. Okay, so it went back up. It went back up, but I'm going, this is because Joe, uh, the public, right? Joe regular, they're not looking at these stats. They're seeing 41, the record's 41, yeah, she's probably going to beat it. I think under is one of the best bets that you can make, and right now it's going for like plus money. You can get under 40 and a half for like plus 130. Do you think that maybe it has something to do with the fact that it's indoors and that could have some, you know, there's AC, so they're not sweating, we, something like that? I talked about this with a guest I had on yesterday to break down the hot dog eating contest, <laughs> and it's like he brought that up. He goes, how do we handicap the air conditioning? Right. You know, and I don't know that. We'd have to talk the to like a, not in their eyes a nutritionist anymore. or a something. Like, what does the AC maybe open up the airway? The hot does dogs it get you, cooler right? or something? I don't right? know. Well, there is a stipulated written in by the union for the MLE. A temperature for the hot dogs. They have to let it cool off for a certain amount of time before they can go in. There's all kinds of rules. There's a yellow card for messy eating. A mustard card? Yeah. <laughs> a mustard card? You don't want to get that ketchup card because exactly. then, then you're uh, eliminated. All right. Um, here, I, I want to throw a couple bets out there and see how you feel about this. Um, Nikki Sudo is the, like I said, the favorite for the chicks. Her boyfriend is competing for the men. Nick oh, Wary. The hot okay? dog family. Exactly. Now, they actually met at a hot dog eating competition. Romance I, I'm is actually still alive. not so sure it was hot dogs. They met at a food competition. That's true love. I don't know if I could ever meet someone and then subsequently be attracted to them 
if I met them at a, a food eating competition. But if that's your thing, like now you both that now you guys have so much in common. Imagine like how weird like it is. George Costanza, where he likes to get pastrami <laughs> on rye when he's making love. If you're like a hot dog, it, let's say you're a professional eater. Every almost ninety nine point nine 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 percent of first dates are going to be weird because they're going to say, "What do you do for a living?" And then you have to explain, "Well, every year I eat seventy hot dogs <laughs> in one day." And they're going to probably say, "Check, please." But in this case, there's uh, you know that's out the window. Now they just see each other as equals. There's no judgment for you know your, your gluttonous activities. I think it's great. Well, Mickey Sudo facing her boyfriend in this bet. Okay, <laughs> she's minus three hundred. Nick Wary is plus 200. To wait to see who gets who more wins. between the two of who them? Who eats more hot dogs? Really? Now, on this, uh, at first glance, you may think, okay, Mickey Sudo's the favorite. She's minus 300. She's supposed to win from the ladies. But if you look a little deeper, one thing that we like to look at when we're betting is correlated markets or related markets, okay? And if the over-under for Nick Wary is 41 and a half, and the over-under for Mickey Sudo is 40 and a half, I'm having a hard time coming up with how they came up with the odds of minus 300 for Mickey Sudo, plus 200 for Nick Wary. If this simple over-under tells us he's right. supposed to be more. This is not in-depth handicapping. This takes five seconds looking on the website to see there may have been an error, but if they're going to make an error, it's probably during the Major League Eating Hot Dog Contest. So I like the bet for Nick Wary, plus 200. Interesting. What yeah. if he's just a gentleman and he doesn't? He's not going to want to eat more than his girlfriend. Maybe they're factoring that in. Maybe they're factoring that in. But look, in betting, it's actually you don't ever have to rit well ever. You don't always have to know exactly what's going on in the game or right. even a sport to make a good bet. Right. A lot of times, it's just listening to the market. So here, I mean, I think the market's just wrong. The over under bet is clearly more accurate. So take take Nick Wary there. Now, let me give you another example. I like the show Survivor. Okay, I looked, it was probably after episode three or four. I mean, there's, you know, 15 episodes in the season. So you really don't know the outcome of anything early in the year. And I got on betonline.ag and I noticed they had odds up for the winner of Survivor. The odds were Tony Vlachos. He was minus 150. And, and, and for those who don't know Survivor, you're not going to know these names, but you don't need to. Uh, Tony Vlachos was minus 150 as the favorite. And the next person was like, 10 to 1. So I'm using my deductive reasoning and I know that in the past it's almost a regular thing. The contestants come back from Survivor and they almost always let the beans slip, right? They let of who they voted for, who really won. So either one of two things was happening. Either I was missing something by watching the first couple episodes where Tony should have been the overwhelming favorite or there had already been money coming in and that's why the books changed the lines. Now, I didn't know shit about who was going to win, any other players. I didn't know anything about except how the market works. And based on that, I made a bet. Tony ended up winning the season. Sorry, spoiler alerts out there. Spoiler. He ended up winning the season. And I won a minus 150 bet. Minus 150 implies a 60% win percentage. That's, that, that's crazy. So if you just look at the, the way the markets work, you have an idea of how sports books put their numbers up, you can often find good lines without knowing much about anything. So don't be scared off from the hot dog eating competition. And if you're going to start off, I would look at that uh, Mick, uh, excuse me, Nick Wary, Nick and Mickey. It's like, come on. Uh, I would look at Nick Wary plus 200 uh, against his girlfriend. Next bet. Will, I want to go to you here. Will the contest... Will the contest feed, actually, like the online stream? Will the contest feed get hacked?
attacked by PETA. <laughs> that is paying 35 to 1 if it's yes. I think that's probably... My guess is that's the kind of bet where they just throw out and they say, this is this is just low-hanging fruit for stupid people exactly. that might jump on this. Exactly. If, it's, if, if there was any real threat, then the number wouldn't be 35 to 1. They're just trying to entice... You know, probably some vegetarians who want to bet on that. Like, if I can profit off of PETA ruining this disgusting animal eating contest, then I'm going to do it. Those are all the bets I have for yeah. the hot dog eating thing. So yeah. I would say no to that one. Okay. But I like I like the the other stuff. I like the stuff with the boyfriend and the girlfriend. That's good. I've been getting into pizza lately. I'm like a pizza guy now. You've seen <laughs> you this, weren't right? a pizza You've guy before. Snapchats? Did you just learn about pizza? Tyler? Well, no, I was a pizza guy before, but I never appreciated pizza. <laughs> I always just ate pizza and. My my opinion of pizza has drastically changed uh, changed in the last couple months. I mean, I I now order my sauce from. Well, I'm actually not sure because from Italy. That's where I got it from, but I didn't like it. Mm. So I, I'm in search for for the perfect sauce, and so far the best ones I've found. So you're making been, your own pizzas, is what you're saying? Oh, we're making the own pizza. Okay. At home. Oh yeah, we're that we're makes a more the, sense. We're tossing just, the dough up in the air. Yeah. We're doing the whole thing. Uh, it's a pizza place where you can make your own pie. So. I've been on a search for, for, for the perfect sauce now for a long time. I found, because it got a lot of good reviews, it's called Botticelli in New York, and it's a, a classic Italian company. They import everything from Italy and then ship it out from there. I was, I was so excited. I, I waited like two and a half weeks to get it. It finally showed up. I made pizza like the next day with it. I did, didn't like it at all. Hmm. It was too thick. It had too much oregano in it. The best sauces I've found so far are Paisana's. Uh, Paisana's has a great sauce. And then... Believe it or not, Classico. Like people may want to roll their eyes at that because Classico makes a whole bunch of stuff. It's like a, a normal brand to find at the grocery store. But I think I'd put their pizza sauce up against anyone so far that I. Well, found. usually that's why the you know most of the time when things like that are big name brands, the reason why they get there is because it is good and a lot of people that, like it. That's true, but the other like like Prego is terrible. Right. Um. There, there's a couple others that I can think of that are big names and they just don't get it right. I think that what they do is they're not catering to pizza lovers. They're 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 relabeling marinara and just throwing that out there, you know. Yeah. So you get some good pizza sauce, like a schnook. You get your egg noodles with ketchup, you know. Yeah. Goodfellas. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that part. I've seen At Goodfellas the very a lot. End when he's you know now he's on oh! a regular schnook and I order schnook spaghetti and I get yeah. egg noodles with ketchup. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I didn't know what schnook meant. I thought mm-hmm. you were talking about. Uh, uh, is that is that some derogatory term or something? I don't know. Actually, I don't know what it <laughs> I means. I think we may have gone somewhere. Good, good fellas, that's all. <laughs> I don't know. You can bleep it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, but man, pizza. Uh, it's 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 the next thing. It's the next big thing. Is, is pizza? <laughs> so anyone out there, buy buy your pizza stock now, folks. Yeah, man, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I, I I've been watching those the pizza reviews from uh, the barstool guy. Yeah. Uh, Dave Portnoy. Uh-huh. They're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, but it gets you in the mood for pizza. I know. You want to eat. It does make you want pizza all the time. So, all right, let's, let's, uh, I'm going to get a few more bets to you here before we let you get on out of here. Um, these are random bets. I want to see what you think of some random bets. And then we'll go to college football. We'll touch on some college football. I sure. figure we got the expert in here. May as well talk a little college football. Why not? But before we get there, let's see what you think of some randos. Will J.K. Rowling publicly admit to owning any cryptocurrency in 2020. The no is minus 500. The yes is plus 300. <laughs> I would love to know who got this bet on the board. These are all crypto. Or these next couple are cryptocurrency crypto bets. Based. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm going to guess no. I'm going to guess she won't. Okay. okay. It's minus 500. 
Uh, which will be the first U.S.-based airline to accept Bitcoin? Ooh. American Airlines is the leader, plus 150. United, plus 250. Delta, plus 350. Southwest Airlines, plus 400. Wow, Southwest really behind the times. It's only Bitcoin <laughs> specifically, though, right? Just it's not Bitcoin. just crypto? Yes. Yeah, you know, I guess I wonder if you could take the United bet there because then that might include Spirit since United owns them and then you can kind of like oh, double dip wow. on that bet. You know, that might be the smart bet Folks, there. Folks, look at this. Which of the following leagues will be the first to pay players in Bitcoin? The NBA is two to one. Yeah, I, the NBA would definitely be the first on my list there. Sure, NFL, certainly not going to be the MLB. NFL and NHL are two and a half to one. Yeah, MLB's five to one. Yeah, they, they'll be paying people in like huh? gold, gold coins before they do that. Who? What? That's the MLB. <laughs> huh? Who? All right. Um, another Bitcoin question. Who will be the, the next major car manufacturer to accept Bitcoin as payment? Ferrari, the favorite, minus 300. Honda, five and a half to one. GM, 11 to one. Ford, 12 to one. Do you go favorite here, Ferrari? I mean, I guess. I guess like the people that got rich off the Bitcoin boom might, you know, want to be spending their Bitcoin now. You know, may maybe that's how they're thinking that. The Bitcoin boom. Yeah, that's an interesting one because you would think that it would be a lower, like a more affordable car company because then the odds of them, of more people wanting to buy it, I mm. guess. But maybe they're just thinking like, mm. we're, we're going to go after these Bitcoin millionaires now. Yeah, I guess I'd go with Ferrari. $100 million. Forza Ferrari, you know. You're going to be better at this one because I don't know pop culture and you do. Who will play Prince Charles in the new Disney princess Diana movie, Spencer? Did you follow that? Did yeah. I read that correctly? Yeah. Okay. It's called Spencer, but yeah, it's about yeah, Princess it's, uh, Diana. Yeah, it makes a lot of Prince sense. I'm on it. Benedict Cumberbatch. Great name. Tom Hiddleston. Uh, so Cumberbatch is minus 160. Tom Hiddleston plus 350. Tom Holland. Seven to one, Tom Hardy. I love his clothes. Fifteen to one, Zach Efron. Twenty to one, and Timothy Chalamet. Is that what it How says? did you know that? I was just guessed. I, I, yes, I was, was going to say Chomlet. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler is a very cultured man. I'm um, so cultured. Yeah, I mean, it, once once I see that big of disparance in the odds, because you said uh, Cumberbatch was minus, what, 150? Which is not Cucumber Bath, right. which I was also about to say. And then the next guy is plus two-something. Two mm -hmm. That To me, that means they already know, and so it, it almost seems like there's value on Cumberbatch at that point. It's almost like a sure bet. Value on the Cucumber Bath. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, college football odds. Now, you you can see the, the odds pulled up there on your screen? Yep. Okay. Let me get mine pulled up here. All right, so these are odds to win the conference. What I want to do is go conference by conference and just tell me if the favorite is the player or not, okay? So let's start off in the... American, right No, there. no, let's go ACC. Let's go Power 5. Okay. Uh, Power 5, the favorite is going to be Clemson at minus, what is that, 900? Yeah, minus 909. Is shows for that me. the play? Now, keep in mind, Will, we're not picking the winners because if we were here to pick a winner on July third, I think we'd both clearly pick, pick Clemson. Yeah, it's about is nine minus nine oh nine worth it? Would you pay nine hundred dollars to win one hundred back on Clemson? No, I wouldn't. And the, especially with the uh, with the climate we're going through right now with this pandemic, because one thing we're gonna have to pay attention to going forward in the college football season. Let's say it's week nine you know somehow the season keeps going there's no interruptions 
And guess what? Uh, Trevor Lawrence, his roommate goes to a party. He contracts it, gives it to Trevor Lawrence. Now Trevor Lawrence has to sit out for two weeks in quarantine, right? So I, some, all it takes is something like that, let alone, of course, it's football. These guys can still get injured. Right. All it takes is something like that for a major speed bump. Last, saw, last year, we saw Clemson almost lose in overtime to North Carolina. I th- I, if I was going to make uh, one bet where I see value in the conference here, it would be North Carolina plus 1,000. North Carolina. Yeah. That's look, Mac Brown last year. He's got it going. I was so surprised how he walked in and they looked good. And it's not just the X's nose, it was a revitalization of the program. Sure. So. And Sam Howell, he was a true freshman that their quarterback last year. He threw more than forty touchdowns, very few interceptions. He's he's another guy that has Heisman potential this year. I really see if you're gonna try to find value there, it's it's the Tar Heels. At ten to one, I like that. All right, let's move on to the Big Twelve. And the favorite becomes a lot cheaper here. Oklahoma the favorite but they're only minus 150 well what do you think here yeah once again i think this year last year it didn't really come down to ou in texas like a lot of people suspected texas was just riddled with injuries they were a really good team at the beginning of the year once the injuries hit they they really just couldn't compete i still think this year it's the same thing it's going to be between oklahoma and texas the odds are showing that you got the favorite oklahoma minus 150 texas is plus 175 I think the bet is Oklahoma because they should still be the favorite. Lincoln Riley's always going to have a quarterback that can throw a ton of touchdowns. They're always going to put up points. The defense does seem to be improving a little bit. It's still a Big 12 defense. It's not great. It's not enough to win a national championship. But the value at them minus 154, I really think they should be more like a minus 200 bet. So I see the value is Oklahoma there. And their quarterback, Spencer Rattler, the number three quarterback, well, the number three player in terms of the Heisman odds right now. The current odds, Justin Fields plus 315, Trevor Lawrence plus 380, Spencer Rattler plus 1125, so about 11 to 1. A little bit of a drop off from the first two, but it says something. He is the third quarterback quarterback or the third player again on the list that's crazy yeah well you just know whoever's going to be his quarterback is going to put up numbers (laughs) right they're going to be heisman contenders all right uh big 10 now you can't pick michigan just to pick michigan here well we're talking true (laughs) value so do you go ohio state minus 286 is the favorite are you going someone else yeah i mean first of all i wouldn't pick michigan just be a michigan fan they they have never won a big 10 championship uh you know since really i've been an adult it's been, i think it's been since 2003 or something like that okay um and they're this look at that they're the second favorite on this list uh, well they have a ton of talent and obviously people are going to pick pick them i think that's why you see that line that way to me it's it's ohio state or it's penn state penn state pl- is 10 to 1 plus 1000 uh, penn state bringing back a lot of talent on defense and on offense uh, we saw their quarterback, Sean Clifford. He, he looked really good last year. Now, can they be better than Ohio State? No, I don't think so. But once again, when you think about the pandemic, it's the same thing. What happens if Ryan Day contracts coronavirus and he has, he can't coach for two weeks, right? So I, I think we could see a lot a big monkey wrench get thrown into the college football this season to where you might see a wild card like that. So the value is still Ohio State, you know, minus 280. It's not the, your favorite number right there, but I still think they should, they're the obvious favorite and they should be. What's a, what's a monkey wrench? A uh, monkey wrench? It's like a... Uh, is it like a regular wrench? Just the name of it? Or is it like a, a phrase? It's, like it's wrenches saying. that are made for small, hairy hands, I think. <laughs> Do you know what a monkey wrench is? No, I don't. I don't either. Have you ever had monkey bread? Uh, Maybe. I think a monkey wrench might just be a crescent wrench, but I'm not entirely sure. Don't act like you know what you're talking about. I, that's just my guess. Once again, if we're putting down odds here, that's that's what my pick would be. We'll 
the first, all right, the last thing he would know about is crescent wrenches. I know what is a crescent wrench is. You yeah. know what a crescent roll is. That's what you know. <laughs> I know what a croissant is, too. I'm cultured, unlike you. Oh, croissant. <laughs> All right, um, Pac-12. Yeah, Pac-12. This one's really interesting. We, we've got Oregon as the favorite, but only slightly over Washington and, and Southern California. So Washington, you know, they've they've kind of been the, the best team, I think, overall, maybe the last five or six years in the Pac-12, but they lose Chris Peterson. They're bringing in a new coach. He, he was the uh, defensive coordinator, Ricky Lake. I love the Ricky Lake show. Now, Southern Cal, or we know what Oregon is. Mario Cristobal, they, they're building a really good program there, but they lose their quarterback. They lose a lot of talent on defense. I still think, it, as much as I hate to say it, Southern California, I think, is the pick here. Wow. They are plus 225. They, they got Keaton Slovis coming back as a starting quarterback. The offense really figured it out last year, and it's just, once again, USC always is going to have more talent. I don't think Clay Helton is even the, in the top three or four of coaches in the Pac-12, but he's going to have that much talent. Maybe this is the year where they put it together and he saves his job. That's where my bet would be, plus 225. What about the CU buffs? 66-1. to one. Yeah. Now, 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 now let, let's, just, uh, let's just clarify what this means. If there were... 66 teams in the Pac-12, and they were all the same level, this would be an accurate bet. There's 12 teams in the Pac-12. Yeah, What this bet great, says though. is that if, if, if we replay this 66 times, CU wins one of them? Ugh, that's not very... I mean, I think that they CU's got talent. My, my main concern with them is that because Mel Tucker took off so late last year... CU was just fi- trying to find anyone that would become the head coach. Who's the guy they got from the Dolphins? Uh... I mean, I don't remember his name. He's, he was the, the wide receivers coach, I think, for the Dolphins. He's some kind of an offensive guy. It's uh, Carl Durrell. Carl Durrell, right? And you know what? Maybe they, they get a slam dunk on this one. They hit a home run with some guy that no one knows, and it works out. But typically when a team is so desperate to hire anyone and they don't even get their top three or four choices that late in the kind of coaching uh, carousel cycle. It it doesn't spell good things. I I just don't see it working out for them in the short term. Rushing into a marriage always a good idea. That's right. All right, the SEC. Are you gonna go Bama, Alabama, Roll Tide, or are you gonna go somewhere else? Yeah, I mean, look, Bama. They're minus two hundred. Once that that's normally value you really don't get in the SEC again for them. But they lose their quarterback. They lose to uh to his younger brother transfers. So they're bringing in this new kid, Bryce Perry, I think is his name. Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Sorry. I always uh, want to call him Bryce Petty from uh, Virginia or no Bryce Perry ba- might be Baylor. There. Bryce Petty, right? Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. right. Yes. So yeah, uh, Bryce Young. Bryce Young. He's a true freshman. He was like the number one quarterback recruit. I've seen his highlight tape. He looks incredible. He's super talented. Will that work out for them? I think so. And obviously, he's going to have all the talent in the world. They have great receivers. They got like a slew of running backs, most, mostly led by Najee Harris, obviously still Nick Saban. You know, people talk about, is this the time that Alabama kind of falls off the top? Maybe, but they're still going to be Alabama. They have way too much talent and way too much, you know, skill there at the coaching position. I, they should be the favorite, but if you're going to pick a team that kind of has lesser odds where you can see good value, to me, it's Auburn plus 1,400, 14 to 1. You, yeah. you got Bo Nix. He was just a true freshman last year. They were good enough to beat Alabama last year. They played LSU really close last year. It's a lot of talent. I think if you're going to look at a bet outside of Alabama, it's the Auburn Tigers. And and while you mentioned the Alabama quarterback, the Heisman odds right now for Bryce Young, 40 to 1. Yeah. You think that's a good bet? That's a really good bet. I think so too. I got a couple Heisman odd bets too, yeah. The other quarterback for Alabama, Mac Jones, is currently 
17 to 1. Right. So th- that, and he's probably going to get beat out by Bryce Young. That's what people think, and we don't know, obviously. And Mac, Mac Jones looked great last year, by the way. He threw a lot of touchdowns in relief for Tua when he was hurt. I mean, he's a really good quarterback, and so maybe we are kind of jumping the gun here yeah. to just say that Bryce Young is going to get the starting spot. But I do think that will ultimately be – I think that, that since you've seen – Jalen Hurts at Alabama, I think Nick Saban has kind of, now he wants a mobile quarterback for the most part. And you said you got a couple uh, Heisman odds? Yeah, so obviously the favorites are going to be Justin Fields and, uh, tr- and Trevor Lawrence. Do you want me to pull them up for you here? Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. But uh, the, the two main favorites where you're going to see everywhere is always going to be Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, and then Spencer Rattler right there behind. Now, F- Justin Fields should be the favorite. Trevor Lawrence might be a better quarterback. But Ohio State's system with Ryan Day, Justin Fields, he's probably going to throw 50 touchdowns this year. Uh, he's an incredible talent. They're, they very well could win the national championship. And obviously, when you're talking about a Heisman winner, you need to think about teams that can oh, win yeah. a lot of games because yeah. they just don't give them to guys that win eight or nine games. So he should be the favorite. But once again, I, I think we've been on like a three- or four-year streak now, if I'm correct, of years where the Heisman winner came from someone way outside the top 10 usually it's 50 to 1 or more that that's won it and to me one of my favorite picks is sam howell at north carolina who we talked about before he's uh he's 25 to 1 and then Najee harris the running back at alabama actually he is 80 to 1 odds and the reason why i like him is once again you could see two quarterbacks playing in alabama they're obviously going to be a national title contender he is that good of a talent to where i think he could score a lot of touchdowns if you see you know, it's it's definitely been a quarterback dominated Heisman race over the last five or six years. But I think if there is going to be one guy who's not a quarterback, who is a running back, who could be in that contention, and you see value there, it's Najee Harris at Alabama. Good stuff, man. Thank but, you. Yeah, I like that. Can't wait. I really hope this college football season happens, Tyler. And that's that's the question. I mean, is it going to? It seems like every every AD has a different answer across the country. Yeah, no one. They're not all on the same page. Um, especially with how you see spikes of you know uh, outbreaks in different parts of the country. It could change things like that. They're already talking about shortening the season. We might lose some of those early marquee non-conference matchups, unfortunately. I'll take whatever at this point. I'm such a junkie. If I can get a nine-game season, I'll be happy. Yeah, it's, it's really weird because everything seems to change on a weekly basis. So right now we don't know. In terms of those odds, those are currently out. So you can bet most of these today. And look, if the season changes, anything like that, most of these sports books are going to refund your bets. Sure. So you're not really you know risking anything by, by putting these up. Uh, before we wrap the show up today, have you been watching any good shows lately? Uh, yeah, you know what? I started, I started watching Community on Netflix. It's not new, but it's new to Netflix. I'm not, I haven't heard of it. It's pretty funny, man. Uh, it's, it's kind of it? on the same, uh, like Joel McHale and Donald Glover. A lot. It's I'm kind so of a bad big at the actor names. I gotta like look these guys up. Um, it's kind of along the same lines as like The Office or Parks and Rec, except those are kind of like the whole mockumentary. It's supposed to have a film crew. Mm-hmm. This isn't the same thing, but it just kind of has that same vibe as far okay. as funky characters it's really funny i think you might like it i recently watched parks and rec for the first time oh I it's liked great it. yeah. super funny yeah, yeah I some, thought so too. some, some people like it better than the office well those people are insane <laughs> but look I, I i always just automatically um i don't know why i think it's their horrible track record but you know anytime abc nbc comes out with a uh sitcom or a right. show it's always like ugh. yeah I'm, more of this, I'm not really. a big sitcom guy either no, but no. i think you'd like this community show it's pretty funny honestly. okay all right i'll check it out i'll check it out um i was ta- i was talking to jared uh last week about ex uh, machina <laughs> it's ex machina that's how you say that's it. what Allie told me yes. she's like i think you're saying it wrong. i was like yeah, you're saying really because they're machines i mean it's, it's like uh it, well it, it's i think it's like a uh 
a um what's the What's the language? You know, oh, it's it's a Latin term. It's a term for like a plot twist. I think machina? that's what I think that's what ex machina means. Are you sure they're just not saying the machines? I'm positive. Yes, I'm pretty sure ex, ex machina machinas. has something to do with like a plot twist, and that's it. That you, it's definitely pronounced ex machina. I'm gonna I'm gonna save you well, from looking like an idiot from saying ex machina. I just feel silly now, <laughs> but that's a great movie for sure. It's all I've been saying for for weeks. <laughs> all right, so let's get to it. Uh, you want to play a quick game of who said it, Donald Trump or Homer Simpson? Yes. Okay. I like my odds here. All right. I bet you do. There are 10 questions. It's going to be a little harder than you think. Who said it, Donald Trump or Homer Simpson? All right. Number one, I feel like a supermodel except like 10 times a day. Donald mm-hmm. or Homer? Uh, that's Donald. And let's see if we can up some uh, production value in here. What do you got for me? I don't know what we can do for. Uh, maybe we have some sound effects for like prize right for wrong. this. Do I get like a car if I win this right? A Let's new see. car. <laughs> there, I think this should uh, this should do for a nice sound effect. Boom! Wait, wait, but, but who did you say? I said the Donald. Man, you guys like this production right now? It's off season. Don't worry. Yeah, it's the off season. <laughs> uh, you said Donnie. The Donald. You are correct. Mm-hmm. Donald feels like a supermodel all the time. Looks Next like question. one, too. You want to write down whether you get it right or wrong? Yes. All right, one correct. Nine to go. Next. America's healthcare system is second only to Japan, Canada, Sweden, Great Britain, all of Europe. But you can thank your lucky stars we don't live in Paraguay. Uh, I'm going to go with Homer Simpson. Two for two. That is a Homer. Yep. Next. I'm the king of debt. I understand debt better than probably anybody. The Donald. Three for three, Donnie. Next up, facts are meaningless. You can use facts to prove anything that's even remotely true. That's Homer Simpson. (laughs) Yes, that's Homer. (laughs) I'm on fire. (laughs) You are. Uh, Next, what are you, four for four? Yeah, four for four. Must be harder than that. TV respects me. It laughs with me, not at me. Oh, this is the only one I'm torn on. I'm going to say Donald. Yes. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, Incorrect sound effect. Right. That is... Four for five. Still really good. Yeah. That's a really great batting average. All right. Uh, next. Of course, everything looks bad if you remember it. Everything looks bad if you remember it? <laughs> Homer Simpson. Correct. Homer yes. Simpson. It's freezing and snowing in New York. We need global warming now. Uh, the Donald. You're very good at this, Will. <laughs> Three left. I think I know how he thinks. Apologizing is a great... I don't think anybody knows how that guy <laughs> thinks. It's like asking, what's that woman thinking? All right. Uh, apologizing is a great thing, but you have to be wrong. I will absolutely apologize sometime in the hopefully distant future if I'm ever wrong. Homer Simpson. <laughs> That's Donnie. That's Donnie. Uh, the information superhighway showed the average person what nerds think about Star Trek. Again, the information superhighway showed the average person what some nerds think about Star Trek. <laughs> I can't picture either of them saying this. Uh, Homer Simpson. Yes. yes, it was Homer. And last year, all normal people love meat. You don't win friends with salad. Oh, man. Stuff one, huh? Homer. Oh. That is... The Dawn. Seven out of ten, though. Seven out of ten. That's, That's pretty good. That's a C well. average. I just passed. Yes, I got it is. C's get degrees. Yes. 
Uh, well, good stuff today, man. Thanks for coming on in. Again, he is Will Chambers. Um, give your Twitter handle up. Uh, at Will Chambers CFB. Oh, that's real tough to remember. Yeah. I can't believe I forgot Will that Will Chambers one. College Football. Yes, and follow uh, his show at CFB Weekly. You'll hear me on that too starting in just a couple months. So appreciate the time, man. We'll we'll track these bets too over the next uh, however many months yeah, through the good. season. Yeah, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, man. All right, everyone. Good luck out there and good luck in the hot dog eating contest. We'll talk to you tomorrow. This is The Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player.